Welcome, Internet, and everyone out there in the ether to episode 35 of Sis and Big Pops Culture. Woo-hoo! I am Big Pops, a.k.a. Mosaic Fan Art, Todd Turner. And I am Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Joe, and together we are an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family-friendly. Family friendly. That's our family friendly logo. Is it lo- you, logo? No, tune? it's not a logo. How do we? What do you think? Not a logo. Not a logo. It's a intro. Intro. An music. Intro. Hannah, what's on? What's on the? What's 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 we, on the ditty? What's today? on the ditty, Daddy? <laughs> on the schedule, perhaps that's the word that you meant. We, schedule. Some people say it like that. Schedule. The schedule. Schedule. Red What's Skull on the schedule? Like schedule. That's how Red Skull says. Uh huh. Um, Somebody wow. found us. We are going to do. Uh, <laughs> what's What's going on? Sorry. Give us a lowdown, Dad. We are going to do. Um, what's on the schedule? What's on the schedule? What's on the schedule? <laughs> I need you to stop. <laughs> so okay, go. I'm sorry. I say. What we're Say going it. to do. We're going to talk about what we're binging, and then we're going to talk about, no, we're going to talk about nerd news, then we're going to talk about what we're binging, and then we're going to talk yes. about your pool list. Then we're going to talk mm-hmm. about a weird comic that I don't, question mark, big question mark about this comic. And gotcha. then we are going to review Star Trek II. Voyage Star Trek IV. The Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Yes. The comic book is Why the Last Man. And we'll talk about that. Oh, why it's why? We, That's not what why? I typed. I typed it's that why wrong. The I last typed man. The last man omnibus. Well, no, it's not the omnibus. An omnibus, you were, okay, a little bit of a comic book yes. uh, lingo. Omnibus. Teach me your ways. I'm going to type, write this down while you're talking. Okay. An omnibus is just what it says it's omni, all encompassing. So the, story. the planetary omnibus that you're like, I thought it was literally just called exactly. the planetary omnibus, but it actually no, it's called the planet. It's called planetary of planetary. Exactly. Okay, I'm with you. Right, I'm with yeah. you. So what we're going to do is we're going to review the first trade of Why the Last Man, which is actually issues one through six out of sixty. The omnibus collects Dang. them all. Okay, it ran for two years or okay. two and a half, three years. Yeah. Why? So anyway, the Last Man stand. Okay. <laughs> Nerd news. This just in, hot off the AP wire. <laughs> Hannah, throwing it to you in Bowling Green. Okay, so there's a new Dune commercial that came out. I that was number two on my list. Yeah, did you watch it? I watched it. Did you see? Uh, I saw Dave um, Batista. Is that the guy that you were yeah, unsure who it was going to be? No, 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 no. Dave Batista is Raban. He's called the Beast Raban. So he is really bad. I mean, and, he looked um, really he's from, bad. He's from the house. House uh, depends on who you listen to. Some people pronounce them Harkonnen. Some of them, per, somebody pronounces them Harkonnen. They're the they're the bad house. Okay, not I'm gonna, house Atreides, which is because we've okay. talked about this so much that people who are just like mm-hmm. listening in are like, we have no clue what you're. Dune is a comic slash also no. a book. No, it is a comic. no, it is a it is, it a, is book, a comic, right? But, but it was turned into a comic. 
And it's Correct. one of dad's, it's dad's like fave sci-fi. One of my, it's, the, it's listed as one of the top 10 science fiction novels of all time, Dune by Frank Herbert. And so dad is straight and, up high key stoked exactly. for this movie that's coming mm-hmm. out in October. Like has talked about rewatching all of the old stuff on YouTube on previous episodes, has like watched all of the other t- movies that have popped up. Mm-hmm. So I saw, yep. I was. So I actually have it on CD so I can listen to it in the car. You not. Yeah, Nate got it for me for Christmas. Oh, I knew that. Is that? Did you listen to yeah. this past spring? I've listened to it like three times. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, the new Dune trailer looks fantastic. The I the sandworm. Really excited about it. It's decided, teeth, I gotta man. make them. I gotta make a mosaic before it comes out. I mean, you have to. Got it. Big agree. I have to. The sandworm. Have to. Yeah. But yeah, right, so, yeah, so it looks really good. Zendaya looks like she's going to be good. Timothy Chalamet, our favorite soft boy, is in it, and that'll be I fun. I don't even know what that means. Don't worry soft about boy. it. Boy, well, don't worry about it. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Poe, don't know his name. Uh, who was also in Annihilation? Oscar Isaac's, who's sure. going to be Moon Knight. He is not. Yes, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. He's going to be yeah. really good in that. I'm pretty sure we'd have to double check me, but I think so. Yeah. I mean, I believe in you. Papa. So sp- speaking of trailers, um, yes. I talked this week is the San Diego Comic-Con at home. Yes. And we talked about how Marvel and DC last Aren't issue going are going to be in them anymore. Th- well, very little. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of trailers that have come out for like different, like Paramount, Netflix. Cool. Um, legendary comics and other comic uh, creators. But one of them that they announced was a new animated Star Trek show for kids. I saw on that. Paramount Plus. And um, it's called it's Star like- Trek Prodigy. And so okay. I watched the trailer. It Is looked it really cool. It looked cool. It looks sort of like the animation style, like the most recent um, Star Wars animation style. That Disney's been putting out. Is it that or is it the Camp Crustaceous? Like that kind no, no, of vibe? No, 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 no. It, it looks really good. And okay. apparently um, a kid finds, finds a wrecked starship and then and the computer like talks pretend. to him and guess who the voice of the computer is. I'll give you one Data. hint. My favorite captain. Uh, Janeway. Janeway, Kate Mulgrew is is a hologram Janeway. I need, I need everyone to know that I know what who Dad's favorite Star Trek captain is, and I didn't. Even, I just knew it was Captain Janeway, yeah. and I feel good about knowing that. I know. I love Janeway. I know you, um, do. Captain Janeway. But, Who's my favorite Captain Trek, Dad? Probably Picard. Yeah, I like Picard the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Tea. cool. That's all right. I know. And I love Picard too. He's awesome. I can't help it, but I don't Earl know. Some, I have a I have a soft spot for Captain for Janeway. Janeway. Um cool. so yeah, so they're doing that. And of course, they already have an animated Star Trek for adults called that's Lower what, Decks. That's what I thought you were gonna talk about. I thought you were gonna talk no. about Lower Decks. No, they do have a new season of that coming out, but I thought I saw that. I and what a great way to get kids involved in the Star Trek universe because basically there's not been a jumping on spot there's, for there's young not, people. There's not. Not for kids. No. It goes straight to high school or, you know. For sure. 20-somethings. So, yeah. So I thought that was interesting considering we're going to be talking about Star Trek for the voyage home today. And, uh, yeah, that was one piece of my news. What else you got? Um, Something about the Russo brothers that I hadn't heard of before that they – 
Two, um, so I'm like just reading this. So about two years ago, oh. they announced that they secured rights to make a Battle of the Planets movie. And Battle of the Planets yes, was a is... U.S. adaption of a Japanese series, Science Ninja yes. Team, Gotcha yep. Man. Yep. And Huge. The, they thought that the project was dead because it's been like it's been two years since they bought the rights. But guess what? What? It's going forward. Is it live action? It's I don't know what it's going to be, but Daniel Casey, who apparently either wrote or directed Fast Nine. Oh no, Hannah! Is on the script for the film. Oh gosh! (laughs) So the best movie ever. (laughs) <laughs> You're crazy. So, of course, there's another movie that was an adapted, uh, like a anime type, was Speed Racer, which we loved and everybody else hates. So Speed Racer was like a bop. That's like yeah, a, a straight up vibe. There's no other way to say it. Give you a seizure it's if you watch it. Excellent, but the best part. There are two best parts, and you know what they are, Dad. It's Pancakes and Leapshin. Pancakes are love. And Trixie just doing cartwheels. The over cartwheels and over in the background over over while everybody else background. is fighting. While everybody's fighting, uh-huh. and she just kicks them. She's just doing cartwheels. Okay, kicks so we'll in the talk face. about it. Let's 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 review that. I I'll love review that, movie. that movie sometime. Okay. Me too. So, um, okay, so there is a fan made animated video uh, of a battle royale between Superman. Omni Man, which is the the dad from Invincible, who's a turd nugget. Uh huh. Homelander, who is the extremely powerful villain from the TV show The Boys. I and know who which Homelander is, is. Which is yeah, that ain't good either. And guess who the fourth powerful person is in this? Wonder battle? Woman. No. Okay, let me think. Okay. We Let have, me set we the have stage. A, okay, set the stage. Set the stage. So Superman, it starts out with Superman, and he's looking around, and it's basically Henry Cavill's Superman. You could tell, but it's animated. Okay. And then Omni-Man comes down, and then Homelander comes down, and then you look in the distance, and there's somebody walking with a bag of groceries, and the groceries hit the ground, and he turns around and looks, and it's a bald guy by the name of One Punch Man. No! One Punch yes. Man is there too. Yes, it is a four-minute video. That is iconic. That I'm telling you right now, it's got blood and guts in it. I, I mean, duh, it has Homelander. <laughs> but it's hilarious, hilarious. Homelander basically says, "I'm going to take care of this guy over here while you two, he talked Superman and and uh, Omni Man. Please you tell guys me One Punch, punch Man punches him, and then he just is. I can't. I don't want to spoil it. You have to go Dad. watch it. It's hilarious. Okay, what is it called it's again? Hilarious. Tell me. Hilarious. It's just a fan. It just look up Superman versus One Punch Man versus Omni Man versus Homelander. I mean, it, it's four minutes long. It's a fan man, fan made, animated, hilarious, hilarious. That yeah. I don't have any more news. Oh well, I've got one more thing. Okay. So there, there is an anime company called I'm going to mispronounce it Kodansha, Kodansha, K O D A N S H A. Okay. Through August the 2nd, they, on wherever you get your um, digital comics, digital anime, whatever, wherever you get them from, 
the first volume of their manga is free. Ooh, fun. Through August the 2nd. Second volume is 99 cents. And the $2. And the third, vol- third volume is $1.99. So you could get three volumes of whatever. And, and some of them included is Attack on Titan, which I oh, love. Wow. Um, a fairy Tale to Your Eternity. There's about 20 titles, but um, it's through August the 2nd. Okay, yeah, so you if could, you're into anime or manga, check that out. Yeah, but especially you could watch, you know, read the first volume for and free. And see through, if you like it. Exactly. Like that would be a fun way to, and, I mean, oh, that's a really cool way to like introduce yourself to like a new form honestly, of art and a new media. And honestly, you get three volumes for, for three bucks. I mean, honestly, not that's bad. not bad. No, considering like to buy one volume of something is usually, you know, around $10. 10 15 yeah. Yeah. Depending so that's all I got. What are you binging, Hannah Turner? All of the Marvel movies in order. That was my new binging voice. Love that for you. I know. You're still watching the Marvel movies in order? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Dad. What are we on now? Uh, Just finished Avengers Age of Ultron. So since we've spoken less, I mean, it's the worst Avengers movie easily. Um the thing, this is what this is what made me so angry about it, Dad. I don't. It's I not mean, that it's awful. It's that the script writing and the dialogue is heinous. Too much. Too the much. Way the they whole have, hide the cucumber thing that wasn't needed. That's so stupid. Oh yeah, you didn't even catch that. Well, I'm not going to talk about it because we're family friendly. Um, the 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 I mean, way that it, women are written in this film is just dumb. Well, that's Joss Whedon. The things that he that the women say in this are stupid, especially after watching. I'm I used stupid. I mean, it's fine, but after watching like the Black Widow movie and then watching her in this, mm -hmm. I'm like, really, you you did her dirty. How about Wanda? How about Wanda losing her accent between that movie and the next movie? Her, her brother dies and she anyways. loses her ex accent. Her accent, accent was very, very bad. It was bad. They shouldn't it was bad. have tried well, it. But man, the good, the best part of that movie is Vision. Is Vision by far. Then Paul the Bettany way that they introduce fantastic. Vision is very good. He picks up that hammer and he hands it and says, Let's go. I mean, that was like, that was great. And seeing um, that in the theaters, do you remember like the palpable, like, what? Okay, the you know, that happened? do you know what my least favorite part of that movie is? What? And it's throughout the entire movie. I love James Spader as Ultron. He is his the mouth guy moving. Doesn't need to move. Doesn't Awful. need to move. He has like teeth. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, why does he have teeth? It's dumb. It's for a robot who doesn't like humanity. Why does he act like? Why he's does a he human? try to be a human? Is Pinocchio for sure? That's why I've got no strings to. Yeah, Man. he's Pinocchio. But, I mean, if you watch the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, with mm. the Goblin, his mask is a mask. And, he ne- and, and, of course, it's Willem Dafoe, who's fantastic. And he didn't need to have lips move. You don't need it. That was, I hated that. Uh, we, so I watched this with Trev, and yeah, he just he commented, made the when move? Captain made Meow Meow move, the... Meowner. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it like it like jiggled, and we went back and, and like had like, to rewatch the scene because I knew Cap- it did. the Thor's face was just like the emotions yes. that he shared on his. That was great. I did <laughs> love that. Which was when you get to, and, and that's another part where you've missed this. You know, like 
we said like um, when you watch Endgame and you haven't seen the other ones, you know, like <laughs> the whole thing with at the end of Endgame where Captain America is beat up all to pieces and he's like, we're going to do this. I'm going to fight him even if I had to. Here's, and all of a sudden you're going to go on your left. On your left. And you're like, ah! what? Awesome. Ah! And it just means so much. I and didn't it's the realize same thing it, but with, he says that, Captain, because we just, so we did, oh, he, two that we watched are Winter Soldier. When, when he's in the hospital he's bed. in the hospital bed. He says, and on he's your literally, left. He wakes up and he looks and he says, on your, on your left. left. And I'm it's like, so oh, great. Man, I... So, yeah, and Oof. in the end game, when when Mjolnir goes to Captain America, because you don't really know who it's going to at first, because Thor is fighting mm-hmm. Thanos, and you see it move, you think Thor's getting the hammer, and all of a sudden, kink, it's Captain America. And, so and I, the, I love the fact. Go ahead. You go. No, you go. Go go go. No, I'm cutting you off. No, Dad, I like go. The, I like it when. Uh, when Captain America had Stormbreaker and uh, Thor had Mjolnir, and he says, "You take the little one." <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm I'm now now that we're talking about this, something you made me think of is there's always a Captain America and Thor fighting side by side scene in like every Avengers movie. Oh, really? I, like there I just is, yes. and it's just really because uh, meet my friend Tree, <laughs> Steve Rogers. <laughs> what he says. <laughs> I am Groot. So is Steve Groot's Rogers. name actually Tree? It has to be. Because he speaks. He's like, Groot. meet my friend Tree. Man. Has to be. I love yeah. these these movies are so good. But Age of Ultron, man. Yeah. And and if Captain it wasn't, America saying language. Like, come on. I know, I know. Although in Endgame when he says that is America's bleep when he's yeah. <laughs> goes, that was spot on. Iconic. So yeah, that and Gravity Falls. Okay, well, and I go ahead. I, man, some shenanigans are happening with in what Gravity this cosmic Falls entity named Bill. Because every cosmic entity should be called Bill the Triangle. Triangle Man, Triangle Man does whatever a triangle can. <laughs> Is it important anyway? Um, so I, man, and so we question mark about Bill the gotcha. cosmic entity. The triangle. Who's a triangle? Mm, nice. We don't know. If anybody is watching my mosaic of um, the Death Star, every background piece is a triangle. So, yeah, there um, you go. A- apparently, his name is Bill Cipher. Ooh, his, I don't like Cipher. It's S Y P H E R. Not C Y Cipher, like that terrible character from Fast and Furious that's going to have her own. Okay, yeah, Charlie Theron with that awful haircut. Yeah, Dad, heinous. Um, Absolutely heinous. So I am watching. Um, I went back and I, I've been in the Star Trek hole. Oh, I love that so, for you. Where do so you want? I went. I, well, I went back and watched Star Trek Two, <laughs> The Wrath of Khan. And, we watched um, that together. Yeah. Did we? When? Before anyway. podcast. Long time ago. Gotcha. So I thought, and then that's why we decided we'll talk about Star Trek Four later. But well, no, because um, you, you start. You talked about Star Trek Voyage Home. In a podcast yes. a couple of weeks ago. The last time. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about that when we get there. But anyway, so I watched Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. And um, and then we watched another episode of The Chosen, which is really good. I, um, should I watch that? Yeah, you would like it. Would Just I? Fast, fast I don't know, forward. man. Oh, it's good. The issue with me is that the, watching The Chosen, and if people don't know, I'm, I'm a Christian, and that's what I believe. And um, 
the watching the chosen uh, growing up i've always thought about the deity side of Jesus without really taking into consideration the humanity side. Yeah. Because Jesus was a man mm. and is a man. So he, anyway, he walked the earth as a human. And I don't think about that. I mean, we don't think Jesus got tired. Jesus was hungry. Jesus had to go to the bathroom. I mean, really, he was a human. Yeah. He had to do everything we had to do. We experienced everything we experienced and yet still led a sinless life. Yeah. And this show has helped me to see the humanity like side component. of Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, the only thing is, is that sometimes on, on YouTube, the guy who directs it and writes it or whatever talks way too Talks much. too long. I don't like it. So I fast forward it. But anyway, that's it. That's what I'm doing. Cool. That's what I'm binging. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still I'm up in here saying you need to watch Gravity Falls. All right. I got. I know. I hear you. Marianne's mentioned it. Now I've mentioned it. Oh, Marianne. Stay <laughs> out of it, Marianne. Don't Dad. push me. I don't feel peer pressure. You're not my peer, so I don't have peer pressure. I'm not have, your peer. I, I have younger younger people <laughs> pressure, whatever that is. The youths. Pressure from the yeah. youths. My, from I'm, the youths. Am I youths? You are, you are young. You're an adult. <laughs> Father and adult, daughter, duo. That's fact. That's a lot of does. What's up now, Hannah? Comics, your pull list. Okay, friends. If... Perchance, you have stumbled upon us on some strange spot on the internet, or perhaps a not-so-strange cozy spot on the internet. Welcome. We're glad that you are here. Yeah, um, thanks for joining in. A pull list, if you are joining in and are like, eh, what's that, Hannah? Friend, I would love to tell you. A pull list is a list of comics that you are collecting that the proprietor of your local comic book shop keeps on hand, so they may pull... The comics that you are wanting from their inventory before placing them on the shelves, that way your comics are saved for you. So my dear papa is an avid comic collector, and what he's going to do is he's going to share with us two Marvel comics, two DC comics, two comics from Independence. Um, so those are like not the big two. Like Everybody knows about DC and Marvel, but not everybody knows about Boom Studios or Image Comics or what is... Yosagi Ojimbo. What does that one buy? IDW. IDW. Aftershock. So, yeah, um, so there's a AWA. lot of really cool independent comic mm-hmm. uh, publishers? Question mark? Studios? Yeah. What would they be oh, called? Today they're, all, today they're all from Image. Just publishers. Yeah, publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then he has a book of the week. Yeah. And we're so, going to talk about that too. I'm going to throw in an honorable mention first. Oh, we uh, love Shazam. that. Shazam from by DC is putting out a four-issue miniseries. And issue one came out. Um, Shazam's powers aren't working the way they should. Oh, no. And it's, Dang. And, why do they got to be doing that? They always are copying each other. Like one, like they're always copying each other. Who knows? Because th- that's why this is just an honorable mention and not one of my, yeah. I, I'm just it was saying. Okay. I'm just saying. I know. So my first book is a Marvel book called okay, Savage Avengers. Oh, issue we like 22. Savage Avengers. You've mentioned I them before. Like, I have. Um, the story is taken forever. They're on issue 22. It's chapter 22. So a lot of times these stories will have story arcs that last for three to four issues. But this one's uh, 22. 22 issues. Oh. issues. And it really just stars Conan with other... The barbarian. Would you like Conan? Which I like. Mm-hmm. He's now trapped in modern day. What happens is he gets sucked into um, Johnny Blaze, who's the original Ghost Rider's dreams. 
So Johnny oh, Blaze no. is Ghost Rider, and he gets pulled into Johnny Blaze's dreams. And the cover of this comic book is what sold it for me. It's Ghost Rider riding a giant flaming spider. Okay, so, I have to. You have to show it to us. Yeah, the people that so, are online. Um, anybody that's online, you can. Yeah, it's so that's, like, cool. that's iconic. And um, so you come to find out that. Uh, he has to end up fighting Ghost Rider from like the past, way past, who's got a, instead of a motorcycle, he's riding a giant spider. And you come to find out he's actually inside Ghost Rider's dream because the entity known as Nightmare, which is a Marvel character, which sort of on par with Dormammu, before. he's sort of on par with Have Mephisto I, and do Dormammu. I know Nightmare? He's all dressed in green. He looks like he's real pale. Anyway, is it Nightmare? No, Nightmare with an N. Um, the interesting thing about this is Nightmare can't contact Conan. Do you know why, Hannah? Because they don't speak Nightmare. the same language? No, because Conan doesn't have nightmares. I need you to know that. So I love that to, so much. He had to pull him into one of Ghost Rider's nightmares in order to contact him because he wants him to help battle this evil wizard because inside that evil wizard's nightmare, he is afraid. His biggest nightmare is Conan. And you get to see Conan's uh, worst nightmare that he ever has. And it's him being like hundred years old and laying on the bed. Cause he, he dies of old age. That's what he, that's what his nightmare is. So anyway, the book ends with him having to go uh, meet with Dr. Strange to battle this wizard. So yeah, it was cool. That's cool. Yeah. I know Knightmare is from something. I tried to Google it. I know how much you love when I Google I things, Dad. Apparently Nightmare it's a Skylander, a- but that's not I think maybe oh, it's yeah. in like Faelor or something like that. Well, there is a character called Knight. Uh I think well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Like I keep yeah. picturing this like dark, like pitch black horse. Well, that's Nathan wrote a story about that as a kid about Maybe, a nightmare. Oh, that's what that's what that's it was. That's what it is. Yeah, he wrote a How story about a. Do I have that in my memory? I don't know. Someplace. Same reason you got the, uh, you know, my favorite uh, whatevers. I'm just great at remembering things. You are. You're great. You're welcome. Member. So my next comic is um, <laughs> Undiscovered Country issue 14. Image by Image. Ha! Mm-hmm. Knew it. Knew it. And, This is a comic book about a group of people who've been pulled into the United States, which was walled off. We talked about this before. At the beginning, uh, they just walled off the entire United States, and um, no one comes in, no one goes out. Now there's a massive pandemic going around the world, and the United States um, offered them them back in. But when they got in there, they found out that the entire United States is all jacked up. They're they're like 13. in different zones and they have to walk what they call the spiral to get to the middle before they we had talked about this i think yes right so in this issue they're in the land of possibility i don't know what that means so it's like well what all the things that in america pop culture that made america america so um like gangster movies and uh you know, rap music or whatever. And in this issue, this girl is held captive by superheroes because they don't have anyone left to protect. So they're like, they're keeping her because they have to protect her. Hmm. And um, since this is by Scott's, 
Scott Snyder, um, who writes all these crazy, he wrote, uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, the thing that we oh, talked about. Oh, you like, like them. Yeah. It was over the top. So mm. it's really cool how they uh, weave in the comic It has like materials. a Wizard of Ozzy kind of vibe, like a dystopian is, yeah, Wizard of Oz. So they're not allowed out know. of this. Yeah. There and the, and the, the, There was a TV show on like sci-fi or something like that where the United States had been like pushed into like two countries and you never mind. I don't know. I don't know. I literally maybe it was a book I read. Gotcha. Like at this point, man, mm-hmm. there's well, these so people many weird aren't allowed, things. They're not allowed to go to the next zone until they write a new American masterpiece. Create, not write. They have to create an American masterpiece. So, so we have no idea doing? what that looks like. I don't know. They're I don't know. What would that be we'll like? Find out. Tom Sawyer or like a I painting have no clue. or We'll find out. What is it, issue 12 or 14? Issue 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a movie or a TV show, so... Man, pre- I love when you say it. that because it makes me excited and I want to watch mm-hmm. them. There were so <laughs> many good independent comic books this uh, this week. I could have just done independent Just comics. straight independent... Really? Yeah. That's yeah. fun. So my next one is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, issue two. I talked about issue one. Yes. Issue two is just as is fantastic. Is it I'm not still that really, red like tint? Yes, it's still, and but she's slowly getting her power back because she and this uh, girl have hitched a ride. They're trying to get to Earth. a place to get no to get to this guy who killed. Because I think the dog might not be alive. Crypto from the last. I don't know. Dad. So now. No. I know. No. I know. I'm not sure. No. It doesn't look good. No. But, this art and the writing in this is so good. It's got such a feel of, um, you know, like a, you know, like a samurai helping a young person take vengeance upon Which, their like, family. We're or, here for that vibe, except or, except yeah. forty seven Ronin with Keanu Reeves. That Where they vibe all kill was, themselves at the end was too much. Yeah, we're I not like here the movie. That kind of vibe. No. Okay, so my next book is also a DC book. It's a no- okay. and also a number one. It's called Blue and Gold. It's a one of eight. So if somebody wants to hop on. Okay, so this is um, a good thing to collect if we yeah. wanted to. Yeah, it's okay. just eight issues. Um, Blue well, and Gold? Super, yeah, Supergirl's just going to be eight issues, and Shazam's just going to be four. Those are all DC, okay, yeah, which is so what Super DC's Girl, doing. Which, DC is, I like it. I think that, I think I hate to say that. No, I don't think that you have to hate to say that. I think that mm-hmm. is an interesting marketing tool because it makes yeah. I'm here for any type of fandom making what they love more accessible for newbies. Here's the deal also, a lot of these characters are to do and people have a story to tell, but they can tell the story in say 4 to 12 issues whereas an ongoing comic book series sales will going. not the sales aren't there. Mm. So if they tell a story in 4 to 12 issues, people will go, "Yeah, I'll hang for that long." You know, so this is blue and gold, and it stars two of my favorite night late '80s characters, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Booster I know gold. Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. So I know Blue Booster Beetle. Gold is like a guy who steals a uh, Legionnaire's ring from the future and comes back to the past and is trying to be a superhero. And Blue Beetle is like a tech wizard, and. Um, it's like a buddy thing, but the, everything they seem to do falls apart. Um, 
So it's like buddy my cops, biggest but issue, not really. Sorta. The biggest thing about it, it's it opens up with Booster Gold trying to get into the Justice League. I want to be part of the Justice League. He's doing everything on social media, everything. So it's like, hey, what's up? And the thing that drives me crazy is all the little bubbles that they have on the panels where people are responding to his stuff, like comments section. You know, they're like, oh, this guy's toast. He ain't gonna make it. Like, <laughs> what a rip off. You know that kind of stuff. And he's like, toast. yeah, and he's like trying to say, you know, don't forget to, instead of Patreon, I think it's called pay me please or whatever. Don't forget to, you know, hit pay me please or whatever. I can't remember pay what it's called. Pay me please. Yeah. So he tries to literally save the Justice League who are held captive and he's getting cremated and his little robot Skeets, which just floats around, goes to get Blue Beetle and says he needs your help. Mm. So together they literally rescue the Justice League. Good. So the Justice League have a discussion, and they're like, "Yay, join us, please." No, they want Booster. To, they don't want Booster. They want Blue Beetle. <sighs> so Blue Beetle says, "No, I can't. I'm Not staying with my, with my friend." Buddy. And it looks Aww. like it might be neat if they continue this dag on social media pop up garb. I ain't for <laughs> that. Other than that, it, the thing about it is, it's written by the guy who created Booster Gold. Oh, so, that's fun. That is fun. Dan Jurgens. So that is his person name. knows the character mm-hmm. well and is able yeah. to write them well, I'm sure. Yeah. That's fun. Um, my next uh, book is issue six of an image comic book called Radiant Black, and we've talked uh, about it before. Pretty much every time you get a Radiant Black, you talk about it's, it. It's good. Um, so back a few issues ago, there was a cliffhanger. Um, there, well, like a couple issues back, there was a bad guy, Radiant Red. The mm-hmm. red one was the villain. Well, it ain't a guy, first of all. First and foremost, it's a woman. Ayo. And and you come to find out why she's bad. Okay, why? She isn't bad at all. Oh, she's no. not bad at all. Her husband has a gambling addiction or oh, something like man. that. And has basically put their entire family, her mom and dad, her, like everything they own. Ugh. And she robs she to pay off these bookies and people that owe money. So it literally is a standalone issue. This is a good issue for people to hop in Mm. if they want, because I have a feeling that the, and you, it's really character. It's great. Uh, really good. Every issue of this is fantastic. That's so fun, dad. Yeah. Um, my last book is also an issue one. A lot of issue ones is moon Knight, Not Marvel comics. Oh, really? Moon Knight. Yeah, so this is fresh off where the Fist of Conchu tried to take over the world in Avengers. With the the devil eating the piece of... Yeah, yeah, it was weirdy. And um, so what's happened is for Moon Knight to be free, um, the Avengers have mandated him to go to counseling. Good. So he is in counseling. Maybe not good. Court mandated. he He has created a thing called the Midnight Mission where people who are in trouble... Um, like with creatures or things going on, they come to him at night. Anybody who's being harmed during the night, they come to him and he goes and he fixes it. Cutie. So it is, it looks like it's going to get a little bit uh, bonkers. Hardcore. At the at the end, they introduce a another character who believes that Moon Knight, as the Fist of Khonshu, is not fulfilling the will of Fist of Khonshu. Man, so there's why another... do you always got to have people up in here like, you are not worthy. Yeah. So he is a follower. Lord. He is a follower of um, Khonshu. Khonshu as well. Oh, and man. So, yeah. 
All right, are you ready for my book of the week? Book of the week. Okay. What is so it? So this is issue one by Image Comics. Ooh, yay! Called Mother of Madness or Mom. This is written. I didn't realize it, but by somebody who's on um, Game of Thrones. Cool. Uh, Amelia Who? Clark. Amelia oh, Clark. Really? Yeah. Dad, no, you know her. She no, is. Yeah, you do. Amelia Clark. She was in the Han Solo film. She was the well, brunette was in the Han Solo film. I don't know. The one who the young Han was in love with. Oh, really? Yeah, I do yeah. remember her. Okay. Well, she wrote this. So I thought, here's the deal. I wasn't going to read this. I wasn't going to get it. But I read it because of I have two daughters and a wife. And it has a lot to do with feminine issues. Cool. And um, uh, imp- women empowerment. And um, it is a really good book. It is extremely wordy. There are a lot of words. A lot of dialogue. And a lot. But it's well done. And literally at one point, the character says, listen, you sit through uh, 10 years of Marvel movies. You can sit through a couple pages of dialogue. <laughs> she literally, because she Shoot, breaks the fourth dang. wall. I know. She, she breaks That's the fourth cool. wall throughout this That's entire fun. comic book. I don't, I, and you basically get her origin story. Okay. Is she like a superhero right? or? She has multiple powers that are affected by her emotions and the hormones that cause those emotions. Okay. So like when she laughs or is happy, she has a power. When she's angry, she has a power. When she's sad, she has a different power. There are all these multiple powers that... I like that. Oh, it's... And it lists it in the back. It shows in the very back what her powers are. And what causes each one of the powers. Mm. And um, there's also... You know how... I can't remember if it was Adventure Man, which, by the way, a new, a new issue of Adventure Man is coming out in the next month. That's fun. Um, so there's a list in the back of phone numbers for people to contact for if they have, um, like, for trafficking or That's suicide awesome. or uh, racism or um, sexual harassment or, yeah. So yeah. It's really good, and I'm going to continue to get it. So you'll want to read it because it's great. The only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is a lot of the work that I do as a mental health professional is helping people understand that their emotions are not in charge of the behaviors that they do. Well, no. Here's the deal. And what I gather from this is that they are not in charge of her. Okay. She uses the emotions. She uses them to help people. Okay, cool. Like she rescued, she tried to rescue a woman who was in the middle of human trafficking, but mm. she, the person passed oh, because she couldn't get to her in time. But it's so neat sad. because at the end, she like beats somebody up and it's like, oh, there's a camera. I'm coming for you. I'm going to get every one of you. Crushes the camera. Pew, pew, pew. So, yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah, I like it. Cool. On a sad note, uh, my comic book guy said he's leaving a shop at the end of August. So oh, that's really sad. Got to figure out what I'm going to do. I mean. Yep. All right. Lexington, probably. I don't know. We'll see. So, Hannah. Dad. Let's do Star Trek. <laughs> Guys, we're going to talk Star Trek, the Wrath of uh, Khan. The Wrath of Khan. I just did it again. The Voyage Home. A New Hope. Um, 
It isn't. Oh gosh, no, it's not a new. That's Star Wars. Who said that? I mean, I need you to know. That, I literally on my thing. It literally just says Humpback. Star whales. Trek: A New Hope. No, it doesn't. It just nice. says Humpback. <laughs> That's what my. The, <laughs> let me give. Let me give some lowdown, okay? It literally just says Humpback Whales. Okay, I'm done. Nice. Let me give some lowdown. Yes, sir. Uh, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home came out in 1986. So we're re- we're talking about it because this summer. Um, it's the 35th anniversary, and it's going to be re-released in select theaters. So if you want to go watch it, you should go watch it. It was nominated for four Oscars. Really? And it was, di- yeah, it didn't win any, but it was nominated. That's it cool. was directed by Spock himself, Leonard Nimoy, fresh off directing the third um, movie, which was called Search for Spock. If well, you well, want... He loves himself. Well, he wasn't really in the third movie, which was why... He could spend all this time directing it. I'm with you. Um, He was barely in it. Um, So this movie started filming February 24th, 1986, just a month after the space after the space shuttle Challenger exploded. So if you watch this movie, and you can see this movie on Hulu, it's free on Hulu. Um, So they dedicate this movie to the space the the crew of the yeah they say that shuttle Challenger. At the very beginning. Interesting footnote is that one of... I was a senior in high school when this movie started filming. And um, I am... Uh, I was a senior in high school when this started filming. And my high school band teacher was one of the finalists That's as the, the teacher to go in the space shuttle. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we watched this when the space shuttle lifted off. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, it so was released sad. in November 26th, which means if we were a family then, we would have saw it at Thanksgiving. Yay. Because it came out Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> um, now, Hannah. Yes. Tell me what you think. What's I the have, movie about? I have a list of, again, I, again, made a list on my phone, um, like much like when I watched Aliens, and have just some like notes and things that just made me giggle throughout the film. It just, man, just go watch it. It just makes you giggle. Um, it's literally called Humpback Whales. That's how I have it listed. <laughs> because they have to go back in time. To rescue humpback whales to save themselves from an energy-sucking probe that was making a sound that they couldn't hear. But Spock was like, I wonder what it would sound like if you played it underwater. And uh, Ahura was like, oh, yes, yes, I I shall do that. And it's whale song. The cool thing about this movie is... um, If you can, you can tell that it was pretty much written by two different people. So there is space, Mm. and then it's on Earth, Mm -hmm. Um, and there are very few special effects. Yeah, there's not very limited, limited special effects. It's almost all filmed on location, which got which a lot of people said. I mean, actually, it did great uh, um, in the box office for its time. A lot of people said it really gave the characters a place to shine and act yeah. because in a lot of the other ones, they don't, it's just a lot of fighting and pew pewing and all My, that kind of stuff. They talk about time warp and I, I, oh, it's I, just all of a sudden like, yeah, of it's course like, like it's like, oh yes, we can time warp. And I'm like, let's do the time warp again. 
I thought that was funny. Oh my gosh. My favorite is yeah, that they how- get to, they get to the 80s. They time warp to the 80s. And- Which, to 1986, actually. To yeah, our time. Uh, Aurora's, it was Aurora's- the 80s because it... Yeah. You go, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go, Dad. No, you go. Ahura is like, Admiral, I'm detecting whale song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> what? Well, she has to because they need it to save the world. This is so funny. Admiral, I'm detecting whale song. Do you know what the funny part was? Is we were watching this and in the background, mom was sitting on the couch and she's like, wait, is that San Francisco? Because... <laughs> Because that's where Starfleet is, San Francisco, which I've always said, if if you never want to be in San Francisco, man, stay away from San, San Francisco. San Everything, Francisco and New York, man. New York. Just don't. Just, just don't. Be in Kentucky. Be in, it's all ain't cool nothing, in Kentucky. Ain't nothing happening here. Mark Twain said, if the world came to an end, you want to be in Cincinnati because everything happened 10 years later there. <laughs> So there you go. It's a fact. Yeah. Um, my One of my favorite parts about this is they literally just park this giant ship. Romul- the Vulc- Vulcan. Romulan. Romulan. A no, Romulan, Romulan ship. ship that has cl- that's been cloaked in the middle of a park while these two men are just doing their jobs. They flatten a yeah, trash, trash can. Men. They flatten they a trash they're like, can. They're like, we're out of here, man. They're like, we ain't Peace. doing this. Like, I never yeah. saw anything. And then they each have their own little things that they have to do. So they have to get this like pexiglass. So to like waterproof Where do you find something. the nuclear vessels? And they, the nuclear vessels. A Russian man and looking a black for woman nuclear looking vessels for nuclear in vessels in the 80s going up to Not a English. cop. And, and he's just, just looking walk, at him. And he's just looking at him like, are you like, you all, are you like, you good? You know, I wonder. If that cop was an actor, or if that was just like just like a they dude just there, a police officer on the side like, of the road, and we went up and asked him, so we can just talk to you for a second. And Chekhov's like, like nuclear <laughs> the way he, he says, can't even say vessels. He can't say vessels, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like how they they basically um, entrust their entire lives to a guy who just had Vulcan brain surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, Spock just had his brain rearranged. You know, and it's just so, cracks me Scotty up. Scotty like, talking to the computer. Yes, he like because, he's like. And did you look at the? Did you see the computer he was using? Mm-mm. It was an OG Mac. It was not. That was like, it was like the first Mac desktop computer. That's so yes. cool. It said Macintosh on it. I was like, oh my gosh! And he's like, computer, computer. And then, <laughs> like, and then, then he picks, then he Bones picks it up hands, and the, hands in the hands in the mouth, the, and he the puts mouth it up to goes, his head and goes, "Hello, talk computer." Yeah, he talk, <laughs> Hello, yeah, he's like talking to it. <laughs> and they're like keyboard, and then he and the funny thing was is that the guy said you have to use a keyboard. I say keyboard, how quaint. I said that out loud, and then your mom's watching, and Scotty goes keyboard, how quaint. And she's like, I can't believe you. <laughs> That. How many times have you seen this? this movie. Man, uh, the way uh, bazillion. Spock bazillion. rips a piece of his robe off and ties it around his head. Like so a bandana you like me. see his ears. Yeah. And he's just, and then yeah. they go to, they go to see these whales. And it's just these people being like, oh, we need to procure money. Like, they, oh, mm-hmm. they use money now. And there's this woman who, like, helps them with the whales. And... On the they take the bus to this like it's like Sea World, but it's not. It's like Correct. a preservation right. I, I know. for whales. Right. Sea World. 
SeaWorld-ish. SeaWorld light, gotcha. if you will. And oh, I got gotcha. you. He Vulcan pinches <laughs> this punk A head kid. like a punk rocker. Listen punk to rock kid. I, I like, hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> the Vulcan pinch was so, so good. And they they are like throwing around cuss words left and right because... They call them colorful metaphors. And uh, Captain Kirk's like, well, I, you have to use that language here because that's what everybody says. Everybody uses that language here. So the funny thing is that Spock, Spock peppers Spock in cuss words. Spock can't do it. He has no clue, which is hilarious. And um, so it's PG-13. Um, but, you know, it's it's harmless. Uh, I, I love... You go. Go ahead. No, go. So... Yeah, Spock swimming in the in the and he looks like he's thing, wearing a my, diaper. My, mind mind melding with the with uh, the whale. whale. So the whole yeah, thing how is, how do you gotta, know she's the, pregnant? Yeah, she did. Gracie knows she's pregnant. She bleep um, told me. My <laughs> <laughs> she the she the bleep told me is what he said. <laughs> my favorite thing was Chekhov getting stuck in this this poor Russian man getting stuck in this nuclear ship. The and Enterprise. then, like, the, the Enterprise. And he, like, escapes. And as he's running away, I need you to know that if you look, if you pause, there's an mm-hmm. arrow that says escape route pointing the right way how to go. So it literally and says escape route with an arrow. And he follows. Because, like, man, we've been yeah. on an aircraft carrier. Those things. Yeah, it's hard to get out. It's of hard to get, get out of those things. You can get lost in those things. Ten years ago today, I think. Really? Yeah. So we were, yeah. And then my yeah, favorite so, is that uh, is that Bones goes to the hospital to like help save him. And <laughs> good he, Lord, like, man. He's, he like this. He this woman is sitting there on dialysis. Oh yeah. And he just hands <laughs> he her, her a pill, pill, and she just save takes my kidneys. it. <laughs> she has their leaving. She's in a yeah. wheelchair, and she's raising her hand up and down. Yeah. She said, "The doctor gave me a pill, and I grew a new kidney." Kidney, yeah, woohoo! I just grew a kidney. I grew it. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just so funny. Oh so, yeah, there you go. It Here's was the deal, good. Guys. You should watch Star Trek Two, Star Trek Three, and Star Trek Four. It's the perfect Star Trek trilogy. Um, watch two and three, and then go see four in the theater. Um, yeah, and it caps it all off. Yeah. What do you think? How many um, how many <sighs> phaser banks would you give this? Hump. I would give it five humpback. How many humpback whales? Five. Five humpback whales. Five humpback whales. Okay, so we don't have a whole lot of time, but Hannah and I read a comic book called Why the Last Man. The reason I had us read this was because this is being made into a TV show by FX, which should come on Hulu in September. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. What happens, Hannah? Give me the lowdown. Okay. someone who's never read this. It is a little bit hard to follow because it jumps often. There's lots of jumping points. The first issue, for sure. Uh, mm, throughout. Especially the first issue, but like throughout, it like jumps from spot to spot. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. All beings with the Y chromosome, so not just humans, but like animals, fish, livestock, pets, um, all beings with the Y chromosome perish. They just randomly die. Except for... Except for one guy 
And his pet monkey. His capuchin monkey. Appersand. It felt very... That movie that we watched during COVID that's not Contagion, but is like Contagion and Patrick Dempsey and the monkey. That's what that oh, man yeah. made me think of. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. I can't remember what that... That's with uh, Dustin Hoffman. Um, yeah. Gotcha. So he's the only one that, that's, that lives. And his mom is like a senator or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. And poor guy was his, proposed... Uh, okay. <clears throat> Don't propose to your girlfriend on the phone while she's in Australia. I think, yeah. I think the thing was is that he wanted, he had to, he had to do it. But anyway, yeah. So, and then what happens is they try to, um, there are, there are some main characters that are at play here. His mom, who you said is in the House of Representatives. Oh, she's um, not a senator. Excuse me. She's a representative. Yeah, House of Representatives. Agent 355, who is part of a secret special government s- secret government spy ring, something or whatever. Who went um, and found the Secretary of Agriculture because she became the President of the United States because she was the only person that the, high up The highest ranking official is still alive. Female. Because still everyone alive. else was male. I think this had a lot to say about exactly. Now, this was written in 2002. So this was written 20 years ago. Okay. Fair. It lasted, I'm sorry, it lasted six years. It was co-written by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrera, who is so male and female. Mm. So, and actually the TV show, I believe uh, Pia Guerrero is doing most of the writing. That's awesome. Um, I like when stuff is adapted by the original writer. So Dr. Allison Mann is the geneticist and cloning specialist who we think... Caused this. The moment that the clone is born, but doesn't isn't born, dies, right? Mm, clone's not alive. Everyone, all the people die. Um, and then there's this militant group called the Daughters of Amazon. Man, literally and they... hate men now. <clears throat> yeah. And, ugh. So I want you to know this. So the character's name is Yorick. Yorick. Who... Von Lichtenstein. And his, no, his name is Yorick. Von Lichtenstein. His, de- his name is not Von Lichtenstein. Yorick. It's from Hamlet's. Ha- it's from Hamlet. Shakespeare's I was Hamlet. A Knight's Tale joke. I gotcha. I understand. That is funny. Okay, thank you. The, okay, do you know the whole scene where Hamlet is holding a skull and says, "Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well." So Yorick. But I do now. Okay, so Yorick is the was the king's jester that Hamlet played with that he rode piggyback and he told stories and he did all this kind of stuff gotcha. and basically the whole entire thing was symbolizing the inavil- in inescapability of death and decay that's what the whole thing about Yurik yeah cool and his sister's name is Hero which is from the Shakespearean play Much Ado About Nothing I know Much Ado About Nothing yeah um so anyway. I watched. The, I watched. Wait, that's with <clears throat> Catherine. No, that's Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, no. I watched Taming of the Shrew Beatrice, in the Globe think, Theater. In, uh, gotcha. I've not seen. Only thing I've done is Hamlet. We read Hamlet. I haven't read Much Ado About Nothing. So yes. Yeah, so Agent Three Fifty Five and Yorick go to find the geneticist, and then something explodes. Her her, her lab, and we think the Amazon oh, did it. There, no, 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 no. There's another character named Alter, who is an Israeli She's freedom fighter, an yeah. Israeli commando. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she wants 
Like if they're going to get clone men or whatever, she wants them to be able to fight the Palestinians. I mean, really, this is a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of hard to follow. Maybe it's not. It it was hard for me to follow. I got you. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It wasn't my favorite thing that we've read. No, you could definitely see that it was it was written twenty years ago. Yeah. The language and the way. Um, I do think it has a lot to say about how women were per- are perceived in in the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, I mean, one part in a comic book, the the wives of the senators and representatives that were Republicans, because the here's White the House. deal. Okay, here's the deal. So when all the men die, most like they say there were very few women in the Senate and in and the in House of Representatives, and yeah. and the majority of them are Democrats because mm-hmm. the majority of the women were Democrats. So there are very few Republicans now. The Democrats hold a majority. Um, and there's so like, their wives want to yeah. take over their husband's seats. Which traditionally is something that occurs. And if an election takes place. Yeah. And, yeah, um, so that was a whole thing. One, with- of, the, one of the Republican wi- senator wives accidentally shoots and kills a Secret agent. Service agent. And they're it's like, just, yeah, it's just held really, it's just really sad. It is. It's end of the world type stuff. Because it was just, and I, I think maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't that it was hard to read. It's just, what would the end of the world look like? And I, like, I tend to like those sort of like types mm-hmm. of media. Like, I think that they're gotcha. fun and they're interesting. Usually, mm-hmm. when I read them, it's like YA fiction or something like that, or like a TV show or something like that. And you only see like one person's perspective and it's lighter perhaps. Yeah. Well, we like, did. Oh, farts. We did only read the first, first one tenth yeah. of the story. So I'm, I'm sure it gets a lot better. I know what happens. What happens? Tell me. Do you want me to tell you? Let me spoil everybody because it's okay. going to be a TV show. We're going to spoil you. So if this is something that you care a lot about, if you are really excited about listening to why the watching last the man new standing show. and watching the new show, you it's need not to the last off. man, not last man standing. Oh, why sorry. the last man? Man, yeah. <laughs> the first story arc is called Unmanned. So what happens is you come to find out that um, Alice, Doctor Man's father. Is, is alive and that Ooh. Appersand was one of his cloning creature, cloned creatures. They never really come out and say why Everybody those died. three males are alive and everyone else dies. They never why. really come out. No, but they That's go dumb. on I this, want a reason. they go on this journey, um, uh, end up getting to, you know, they go to California to try to mm. find this person and then they go overseas do they, they go to Australia? They go to Australia. By the time they get to Australia, Yurik realizes he's in love with Agent 355. Who is surprised by that? No one. I know. And she is killed. Ah! Oh, dang um, it! She, he ends up not even... He ends up with someone completely different. Um, they do end up cloning Yurik. Of course and, they do. And um, he has uh, two daughters... But it's funny, they have, they have children, and they're both girls. How funny is that? So the first two people born are women, 
and they end up becoming like uh, like a president of France or something like that awesome. or whatever. But then the uh, everything starts to stabilize, and they've cloned men so that they will be able to um, do all of that. And um, he is it, the the story ends with Yurik like ninety years old or whatever, and they he, they say he's gone crazy because of what he's stories he's told and everything, and they've got him in a straitjacket, which is interesting because they have him in a straitjacket in the very beginning, the, and he in escapes. the very beginning. And he's a um, artist. And uh, so that's how it ends. Him as a 90-year-old or 80-something-year-old in an, in an insane asylum in a uh, straitjacket. And um, then there's some other stuff goes on. And then you go back and the jacket is empty and he's gone. And that's the end of the story. Weird. So a lot of stuff does happen. Yeah, That's bonkers, Dad. I know. So I'm interested how this is going to work, how they're going to do it. But... I just thought it would be interesting to look at because they are going to turn. No, they, yeah, I could see how FX would do a good job. Yeah, there like, you, go. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. if, I think if this was going to be a show somewhere, it would be on FX or Sci-Fi or Netflix or Sci-Fi. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, and I mean, so, like, I didn't think it was bad. It it was a product of its time. I think that's the issue. Yeah. I think that if it was written today, it I would think not it be would, the same. No, and I'm pretty sure that when they move it from the book to the screen. That they might have that, to change some things to make it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, that makes sense. All right. Well, thanks, folks, for hanging with us. And Yay! staying throughout the doodad. And if you um, aren't here because we spoiled, almost spoiled you, my B. Yeah, you're still here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys don't care. <laughs> well. Hey. Five-star review, yo, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, if you like us and you like our podcast, please leave us a five-star review on If you don't like podcasts. us, leave us a five-star review. And if you are indifferent Because that's what us, it means. Write us a five-star review. All reviews are five-star mandatory. <laughs> hey. Our logo. Our, yeah, so end roll, y'all. Um, our um, I can, logo? Our I can, logo. Our logo, our it? little picture thing, was created yeah. by Nathan. He's my little brother. Hey, he did that in Microsoft Paint. Can you believe what that? A what bro. a talented nugget. I can't even get a straight line in Microsoft And Paint. I can't get a straight line. A, that's a fact. Um, our intro music is written, composed, and performed by uh, Rockwell Nason. Who hey. I saw today with a rock in the beard. Is he, does he I mean, have a nice like, beard right now? It's pretty on point. Man, I'm here for that. I'm here for him to yeah, have a nice He's beard. got some good music on Spotify. Hannah calls it Driver's License. I don't know what Driver's that means. Driver's License is a cover of a, li- a song by Olivia Rodrigo. He also has other original songs. If you're not interested in the cover, his music's pretty good. Um, our YouTube page is maintained by your ye old Big Pops. Yeah, me, Big Pops. <laughs> <laughs> and I edit and upload the podcast. Hey, we're so glad you all are here, sweet friends. Thanks for hanging with us. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.